Hi, thank you so much for joining us. We are diving into our summer and fall. And I think this is really where it gets uh, <laughs> a bigger difference of opinion. Uh, Ricardo and I were at such low points and we saw things so differently. And so you could hear in our like next conversations how that plays out. Uh, we still agree to disagree as to what happened at certain moments. Um, and that's just how it is. And if you've ever experienced trauma, like everyone has a different um, experience of that same event. And so you could really hear that played out um, in these next few um, episodes in our conversations as we navigate it. So here we go. Well, here we are moving into the fall. But before we get to the fall, we got to talk about summertime. Summertime makes me feel fine. Sorry, we're not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep it, keep it real. Now, this was a, so the last time, our last episode, we wrapped up talking about being in a much better place. And we'll move into the summer, but we also wanted to take a moment to debrief spiritual warfare um, because it was really in the spring that Tiffany and I both really started on this journey of discovering what mental health and it's the mental health and the spiritual side, how they're really so intertwined and like seeing it firsthand and learning about that and even fighting through it. Like we would have moments where we would be like, was it just 100% mental? Was it only spiritual? Like that, that was happening in the like during it, but also very much in the summer too. Like there was a lot of healing that happened and understanding and learning and growing for both of us. And spiritual, but the, the truth of, we both know for a fact now is how that is so intertwined and, and that the enemy is definitely seeking to destroy. It was trying to destroy our marriage ultimately. And that was very evident. I'd ever even say after the spring and in the summer. And, but there was a lot of healing too that happened. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that too. Yeah. I think for me, I definitely was just really seeking God because it totally like flipped my faith upside down. Um, Cause everything that we had been taught, especially with Ricardo as a pastor, you know, they say that this can't happen. Like if you're a believer, it was always like, oh, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Like you can't be demonized. You can't be oppressed. I mean, however you want to name it, they have all like people name it different things like demonized, oppression, oppressed, like, um, and so like from my experience, I was just like, God, how could that happen? And so I really spent the summer. I was like, was I not in prayer enough? Like, was I not doing something enough? Like, and yes, I mean, I did, right. we mm -hmm. definitely like had been in it, like we had shared in our first episode, like we were definitely at a low, like just running on both ends, like with the distance learning and um, working and just life. I mean, as I think a lot of people were. And so I was like, if I was, you know, if everyone else is at this spot, why would I be like a target for this kind of thing? And why would I like, why would this happen? I think for me. And so just really seeking God on that and just resources as well. So I had, my friend had given me a few books. And so I read through those super quick. Um, 
just by John Eldridge. And that kind of gave me like a shape a little bit more of just like the realities of spiritual warfare. And Mm -hmm. he had a really great um, like series that he talked about spiritual warfare. And that was even more eye opening. And so I was like, okay, because uh, it wasn't something that we really like dove into. Like I've always believed in demons and I believe like in the power of prayer, but for this kind of like magnitude, I just was still like, not mm-hmm. just really wrestling with it. <laughs> I think what it is too, is like, we never, you, it's not until you experience it kind of, you know, firsthand and right in your home and in yourself, like to that magnitude too, where it was so, you know, the thoughts were like unstoppable and just kept pouring into your mind. It was like insane, you know, like literally insane. Like I couldn't do anything about it. And so I was just like, God, like, so it's like another level. Yeah. And for me on the outside, it was just unbelievable too. And I also had those questions of like, why would you let this happen? Lord? Like, you know, we've been so faithful, you know, all those things. Like we obviously know our works are not what, you know, leads us to be more righteous and be less susceptible to these things we know that for sure now but it was a moment of like what were the open doors you know like where were the areas that we needed to work on and which is all healthy but i also said i've argued too we got to a place you did i would see it from the outside where it was hard because you kept almost blaming it on yourself or like something it seemed that way Well, I think I just, I'm a why person. So I'm like, why, like, what did I do to make this happen? Like, so this doesn't happen again. Yeah. And and that makes sense. Yeah. Like just that why. And it also opened me up to more of just the realities of like witchcraft. And there really are like evil forces that impact Mm -hmm. us that like curses, like generational curses. And so as I was learning about it, just recognizing that too, and just praying up over that. Mm Mm-hmm. So just recognizing more of those things that even those are out of my control. But then I'm like, God, if I've been praying this whole time, didn't know this stuff, like why now? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we kind of just, I, I really wrestled with that. And over the summer, my mom um, was so sweet and she would like took the kids while I wasn't working like for a few days a week. And I just like, was like praying like, and just really like resting and seeking God during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, if I could look back at that summer, it was, I remember we did a trip to Santa Cruz. That was a blessing with our family. And that was really fun as well. And we had multiple trips. We did. We yeah. had a lot of trips. There was a camping. I don't remember what other ones we had. And we had your parents' 25th anniversary trip to Tahoe. Yes, 25th anniversary to Tahoe. And then also another big shift happened is we, I went back to work full time, you know, in a, working in the sales world again with, yeah. with technology. Well, we had been praying about yeah. really, like our next step, like after everything happened, we're like, we want to make sure that our family's okay. Like our first, yeah, you know, priorities like our, like God, marriage, family. So we wanted to make sure that we were like totally like, well, you know, we didn't want our. Yeah. So I made a choice after a lot of prayer to go back because I was still doing, working at Southport church as a associate pastor serving there. And then doing um, school. No, you already stopped. No, I already, no, I was no, I already did stop school. You're right. Yeah, I was. But I was thinking full-time. about what I'm going to do with school, yeah. and what the future would look like, and that's where God was just very much. He opened. He literally gave me a job. Almost, it was so easy. 
Yeah, because I was still working. And then I was like, at that point, like, I didn't want to work. And so since you had stepped away from school. You had to work. You had to work. But since we did, we made that shift and. Literally, like within uh, like a month or so. Well, no, we had talked about it. You asked one person for prayer yesterday. And then he's like, oh, I think we have like. Well, I asked a few people for prayer. But when I asked one of my friends for prayer, he said, hey, actually, I have a job opportunity. And he hooked me up with a job. Within like two weeks. Yeah. Which was, was crazy. Great, yeah. And it's been a blessing ever since because I got to be where I'm at now. Another role, but it is a, it was a total shift. We had to basically put the, my plans to become a counselor on the back burner. Still want to do it someday. I serve in that way. That's on the back burner for now. So all that happened in the summer. Yeah. So August yeah. 1st, I think was like your first day. And then yeah. my... I stopped working, so I was home full time. Yep, back home. So I went to resting. I went back to work. I think for like a month or so mm-hmm. after like being on leave. Yep, and it, it was very healthy overall. And I, I felt like we we're, we were in a good trajectory. We were like, okay, we're doing well. Yeah, and then just kind of give outside perspective too. Just like friends and family were super supportive too. Like I remember. Yeah. Just how much I don't think we shared that maybe even in the first episodes. Oh yeah, like but just the re- dinners, like, <laughs> just so like much how much food. blessing. Like the church was a, a huge blessing to us. Gave us meals for like yeah. a few weeks on end, and like, and then we all pulled together. One of my favorite things we did is we pulled together. Oh my gosh! Um, all our some resources and bought Tiffany an amazing bike, and um, for Mother's Day. That's right, it was Mother's Day. Yeah. So it's coming up actually Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And that was just cool because we were able to like just say, hey, you need to rest more and like go ride your bike and like just do more like take care of yourself. Like that was the idea of the gift. And it felt like a pity gift. <laughs> I was in okay. a good spot. <laughs> she, th- You thought it was a pity <laughs> gift, but we were. And you, I think you're grateful for it still. It was but it was just really cool because it was like multiple, I think it was almost 15 different families and friends involved in that gift. So yeah, just a reminder of like the family was so supportive through it all. Like my mom, especially Sue. Yeah, like your mom, friends coming and over. friends and family, yeah. and just really hearing our story and really caring for us. So yeah, my encouragement is if you can find those people when you're in these hard places to circle around you for sure. And if you're one of those people, thank you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you so might be listening you. to this, and that's a good point. Mm-hmm. We are very grateful for you. If even if you prayed for us, brought us a meal, whatever you did, we're very grateful. And I think that's one thing I love about God and like just how the power of prayer works. Like I had one friend, she had no idea what was happening mm-hmm. until like after I shared it with her and she's like, I've been praying for you so hard. I didn't text you, but I've been praying. She, yeah, she felt like <laughs> and, urge to pray. And she's like, Oh my gosh, no wonder. And so it's just like we never know what people are going through, but we can still like be praying. Yeah, from very, states very away. And, yeah. Yeah, I think to put the cap on the summer, we so we en- ended the summer with a new job for me and moving into a new season. And I need you to help me remember what happened like first. Yeah, so we had like I was getting the kids ready for school, doing all of our back to school shopping because the kids we start at school like mid August. Mm. So I had like a week and a half to like get them ready for uh, yes, school. Yes, that's right. So we did all that. And then we had Skylar's, our youngest, 
August, his birthday at the end of August. Yeah. And it right. was really that weekend that I just started feeling horrible. Like it was actually, we do a birthday date with our kids. Yeah, that's right. And um, that night we took him out. They get to choose like where they want to eat and then let them go. Pick. If they haven't like set a toy or something that they wanted, then they get to go pick it out. So he mm-hmm. wanted to go pick out a toy. And so it was that night, like my head just started like hurting so bad. Like it literally felt like my brain was like getting squeezed. Um, is really all I could like say. And all of a sudden, like all those like thoughts and like, it was almost like, again, I was like stuck inside of my body. It just like pounded me. But at this point it was like a, a physical thing. And just just started um mm-hmm. i would hear like i started hearing like noises and like the lights turning off like and it would be like i would forget things like my memory all of a sudden just started like going out and ricardo had taken a class about like hypnosis or something hypnotherapy was that what it was or there was a section on it or something and we had talked about it once like it's very vague but then all of a sudden, like I had these thoughts that like he was hypnotizing me. And so like with the lights, was flashing, that all happening? You think that weekend? Yeah. Before... Like that's when it like it all kind okay. of started, it was just like gradual. And then it was like, um, it yeah. just got worse and worse. And like the, some of the thoughts like from the fall, like came back. You mean the spring or from the yeah. spring. Yeah. And that night, actually, now we are in the fall. Yeah. Going, that, going the fall. yeah. that night of his birthday, like I was not feeling well. And then, yes. And then Ricardo's like, you're going to (laughs) sleep. And he like, he got like so mad again. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. Like I, I was like, I'm going to sleep. Like, and so I remember like I took melatonin and I was like, I'm going to sleep. Like, like I'm not going to not sleep ever again. Mm -hmm. Did you sleep? I think I did sleep that night, but you're very like concerned yeah. about and it. So, and I was hyper concerned because of what <laughs> happened in the spring. Yeah. So he's like yeah. at a very heightened level. So and then I started feeling bad again, physically. Yeah. And I remember even being at a friend's house. I think that was that weekend too. After, that would have been that weekend. Right. Yeah. And, was, and that was like a very healthy moment. Labor day. You opened up and you actually told me you're like, and you told me and our friends, Like I am starting to think thoughts again and it was just very healthy and we were able to pray. And I just remember being so grateful for that moment. And I still am looking back because those friends did help us a ton in the fall too. Yeah. And I Uh, started feeling better after that, but then it was like, I felt worse though. Like it got increasingly worse physically. Like I had felt like kind of bad, like in the spring, but in the fall, it just got incredibly worse. Um, yeah, and the fall was so hard because you, I mean, I, th- I don't want to, I try to say it in a nice way, but like legit was just so hard to communicate with you. Like you were, would be very evil and rude and then super, super high energy, like literally crazy. I don't mean it in a mean way, but, and that was hard because I, so what happened right away, of course, is I'm like, well, this is happening again. And this is, um, and if some of you know mental health, you're probably already thinking things. You're like, oh, this could be bipolar, you know? And I was already doing that in the spring. And I'm like, sure enough, here's another episode. And that's what happens. There's swings, right? There's spring and fall. 
typically. It's with the seasons. And um, I already forgot the word. When you get to that state of just heightened, you can't sleep. And you're just like ready to do things. High energy, like um, the term will come back to me. But that was all happening. And Except I was for like, I didn't have high energy. Like I was very tired. Like I never, only ever I know, but so you would tired. You would show it though as it really like you wake up at three or four in the morning. I don't know if this is all, I might be mixing up timeline a little bit, but the main things I remember was just like, I knew something was going on and you would very much just say like, no. And it was very clear pushing away. And that's what made it so hard. It was like you were dying inside. Yeah. And I, and, and then lying completely to me. Like, I remember we went on a skateboard date and like, <laughs> that was the hardest, one of the hardest nights of lives of my days of my life. Cause we're going together and you seem kind of okay, but I guess something, something's off. And then we like, all of a sudden I just, you're just staring into the distance crying. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, so what's going on? I'm great. I'm just wonderful. And it was just like, okay, I am so confused right now. You know, and it was like my mind just like go to these like extreme like thoughts. Yeah. And again, it was like, I was felt like I was stuck in my body. Like, um, it'd be like I would zone out like mm-hmm. I don't know it's hard to explain like all like the physical yeah what were some of the thoughts going through your mind in this fall well I had really thought that you were hypnotizing me because I kept hearing these same sounds like everywhere I went I was hearing like these same sounds and it was like whatever I'd be thinking about all of a sudden I would forget it and I couldn't remember things like my memory literally started mm-hmm. like deteriorating just mm-hmm. so many things like I could not remember. And so again, I'm like crying out to God. I'm like, I'm not going to not sleep. Like I'm not going to go down that rabbit trail. So I'm like taking melatonin and I started waking up um, in the middle of the night. And then I was, when I would wake up, it was like, I would forget everything. And my body was so heavy, mm-hmm. but um, if I would sing like a worship song mm-hmm. or if I would speak out a scripture, then it was like, I could literally feel like the power of God and I would start feeling better. Like just if I said like Jesus, like just barely whispering. Cause it'd be like, I could like not move my body. Like mm-hmm. I was just so tired physically. Yeah, and like, and it would be in the middle of the night, she'd be singing. And so I would be wanting to sleep. So I'd be like super, just physically, I mean, I was just frustrated, period, too. Yeah. But it made it worse, right? Because I was like, stop singing. And I mean, later you shared with me like, oh, that was probably you just trying to stop me because of evil thoughts about me, obviously. Yeah, well, I was reading my Bible one day, one night, because like, so during this like these first few weeks when this has started happening, I'm just like praying to God. Yeah, I'm like, this is all because, happening over the course of what, two weeks? I'd say? Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know what was happening because I was like, God, like, I, like my friend prayed for me, like I should be fine. And so actually we ca- I called her one night, like when I was just feeling like awfully like panicked and I was just like, mm-hmm. um, asking her for prayer. That's right. And so she prayed over me, but I just still like was not feeling okay. And I didn't know what to do. Um, and so, I was waking up in the middle of the night and I would go in the closet 
and then just do like sing worship mm-hmm. and read my Bible. And then one day I was downstairs reading my Bible and Ricardo. This is all happening really in the middle of the night though. She's up at, you were up at like three, four, like two, like it was the, you would never sleep. You would only sleep a few hours. Max. Yeah. I was waking up. Yeah. Probably like three 30. And you were just wide awake. And you, you would also go bake. I don't know if that was the, I can't say timeline wise, but I remember <laughs> you would bake like cinnamon rolls and like just super big desserts. And you even went to Nugget one morning, like really early, to get a bunch of juice. And I started drinking juice. Uh, yeah, you were because really I into thought juice. that I needed like sugar. Yeah, you thought about sugar. like I had all these thoughts about health thoughts, like that I like possibly had diabetes, just all these crazy thoughts. Yeah, that I needed sugar, and so I was in the middle of the night, like thinking it would make me feel better because I wasn't feeling well. I was. And you were also, and you were also thinking the kids needed it. Yes. <laughs> You were like, and then they were not having enough sugar. And by the way, well, if you probably everyone who's listening just knows us. So if not, T- Tiffany is like one of the biggest health nerds out there. Like feeds our kids very little sugar if possible. It's very good. We don't drink juice. Yeah, we don't drink juice. And, then we were, and you were buying a ton of vitamin waters. Just like we need tons of vitamins. And I'm going to shop at Nugget now. Nugget is the most expensive grocery store on the planet. She's, she's always been someone who like saves dollars. So there's all these random physical things happening. Um, taking well, the kids to Jamba Juice. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like some random things happening that were like kind of out of the norm. Yeah. Well, it's like. Because these... of all the internal thoughts, though, that I didn't know about. So I'm just yeah. trying to give you that perspective of like. But I knew something was going on. Like, yeah. you know, when your best friend like is off. Yeah. And she would just keep lying to me. Well, I started like reverting. It was like things I could remember from my past. Like I used to go to Jamba Juice all the time when I was like a teenager. Yeah, it was that's like right. these things are coming up. I used to bake all the time for my friends. And then you wanted to listen to CDs randomly. I forget. I think that was part of it too. Well, I couldn't listen to my phone anymore. Like my phone uh, stopped working. Like whenever I would try to get on my phone, like I literally could not like that, listen but we, to But music. we found out because you did something weird to it. No. Um, I mean, I knew it. You did. There was like a bunch of stuff you did to your phone. Like you locked it down, like and did all these weird things to it. <laughs> I, deleted, yes. I deleted a bunch of things. Well, you did. But no, I you actually legit work. did something that just made Spotify not work. Because like I, I went in and got it working again, even in the middle of it. And then you did something again to turn it off. Like, yeah, you were just very no, afraid of your phone. I wouldn't use I mean, Spotify because I couldn't listen to the worship because at that point it was demonized. Like, I, this, every worship song I listened to, like, it wasn't, like, right. So I couldn't listen to Spotify. Wow. That's what the Spotify was. God. But I literally couldn't, like, use a computer. Like, I couldn't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just. It was really hard to try to, to do on anything, anything on like electric, mm-hmm. like yeah, f- devices. Yes, and it got really hard to the point where again, I Tiffany would be very rude to me, and I'd be rude to her. It was just like that cycle. We got into this ugly cycle of like, there's something wrong, and also f- no physical intimacy, which was huge for me. And her, obviously, for both of us. But, like, that was a big flat red flag because we're just being real where a physical touch is a real thing for us. Like, it's part of our love languages. 
So when that went out the window, it was like, okay, something's weird. Like she wouldn't let me hug her. Like it was really weird. It'd be like, you can't hug me. Um, it's like, okay. Just weird things. And I, all because you thought I was hypnotizing you probably. Yeah. So I thought well, like when he touched me, then it was like, he, like he wasn't like making me feel well. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. Yeah. But it was just, and that's where the enemy used it. Right. He like very much wanted to divide us and he did. Yeah. And it was just so much division to the point where like, I even got severely depressed and even thought I even had thoughts of like it got to such a low space within those weeks that i was just like i'm talking to my mom about it and you know just different people and they're like i think it's something is going on but just you gotta trust tiffany's okay you know they were trying to like help me just like love her well through it until eventually the the moment i really knew something was wrong was there was with water so again this thing came up where one day she was just dumping all the kids waters out and it, it actually and that's what was really hard tiff penny uh, specifically saw it and then also on top of that you were whispering under your breath but it was just prayers i think and you know you were just praying you know you told me later it was praying but you talked through what that was but basically penny was freaked out by that too and she came up to me and she's like mom is doing this stuff and it's really weird and so like that was a red flag and really put me over the edge i was like this is not healthy now like it's actually causing our kids to be concerned and oh yeah and wearing um, we're going out of order but just to kind of give you a picture of what it was like you had to wear shoes in the house and you tried to have the kids wear their shoes in the house and so like you put their shoes out front of their doors it was just ri- that's weird right like uh nothing like yeah well there's like again the electromagnetic waves came back and i thought that there was something within the floors that was making me feel bad that there yeah. was like stuff in there and so i was like if i like wore shoes then i would feel better mm-hmm. and so i thought for the kids too yeah so between like all the sugar all the I mean, the clear picture of like not letting me letting drinking water, thinking it's poisoned again, clearly, you know? Yeah, it was yeah, really it hard. It was just because I was crying out to everybody. God. Yeah, but because Ricardo had told me to stop reading my Bible, I was like, you're a pastor. Like, well, you, you need to give should... some context on that. It, you, when I was uh, reading my Bible and well, then well, you like, read your Bible all the time, but you need to talk. Right. It was like one night specifically. I right. You came this. home and you no, know, it was in the middle of the night. Or you came downstairs. Yeah. It wasn't even that late. I think it was like 11. No, it was in the middle of the night. It was like one or two in the morning. I remember because I just went and drove, I think that night too, because I would drive and like try to calm myself down even. And that's where I was a little bit depressed too. Like I even thought some th- bad thoughts of like, I could just go drive and it's an accident like i got to that low of a spot well you Thankfully, said you're god gonna, didn't you said you're gonna kill yourself at one point and well, you I left did. and took the car i felt i and think then, i said i felt like killing myself. no you said i'm gonna kill myself and you took the keys and you left and then i was like oh he's just trying to I make think, me feel i'm bad. sorry we may disagree here i really think i said i feel like i want to kill myself but it's no, okay you, you were not you you were not in your right mind we could agree disagree but that's what i said so I didn't actually do it, obviously. I'm still here, <laughs> so that's what matters. <laughs> See, th- here's the thing, too. Like, working through the stories is hard because we do have two different various perspectives, and she was not, Tiffany, you were, Tiffany was not in her right mind completely. 
And I mean, I you could argue I was exhausted too, so I didn't remember everything either. Anywho, that night, I don't know if that was the same night, but one night I did have that moment. But that night, you were reading your Bible, and this is what I meant when I said it was like you were being because you were being so rude to me, like very like evil, like you're never this evil to me. So you were just like very rude with me, to me often. I'm like, my thought was like, why are you reading this Bible? It's kind of pointless because you're not like my, it wasn't to be like, stop reading your Bible. It was like, you're not living it out. Like, that's kind of what I was trying to mean by it. But you obviously took it in a very different way, right? Yeah. Well, I was like, you're a pastor. Like, you should want me to read my Bible. Yeah. yeah. And I, in my and way, I shouldn't even said it first of all, but that definitely drove a wedge, right? It was just like, well, that was huge. And then I like all those things from like the spring came back. Like, he's uh, yeah. like, doing different things mm-hmm. he's going over my bible he's telling me like not to do like sing worship um it was really hard but then like i couldn't read my bible anymore like it got to the point like i couldn't read my bible like what was in my bible wasn't like scripture it wasn't like because i know a lot of scripture and it was just not right and then i couldn't listen to worship songs because it all sounded like demonized when you're saying it wasn't right when reading what did it what do you mean? Just the words were like not like you couldn't scripture. you couldn't make it up you couldn't read it basically exactly yeah so it was just hard to read yeah it was it's hard to even reflect this episode's actually harder <laughs> I actually still feel it that's how like the fall was so hard for me and for both of us obviously even harder for you. I mean, I don't know if you can compare hard difficulties, but we'll continue to share what happened in the fall because there's some pretty other crazy things that happened. Um, like I was still faithful through it all. Ultimately, that is what we want you to hear in every single episode here is that God is faithful in our darkest moments. Yeah.